Hello, friends, and welcome to the U-Turn Podcast. This is your host, Ashley Stahl. I'm a career expert, a speaker, a best-selling author of the book, U-Turn. Get unstuck, discover your direction, design your dream career. And I created the U-Turn book and the podcast as a place to help you connect to who you truly are at your core. And that's why every single week, I want to bring a guest on with the intention of helping you expand what's possible for you, both in your confidence, whether it's in work or love, and just in life in general. So let's get into this week's episode. Okay, friends, you know that I have friends on the podcast every now and again. Oh, by the way, it's Ash here, you know. Um, Today, I have like one of my most special friendships. We've known each other almost a decade. She's been on the podcast before. I feel like it's been ages. Her name is Chelsea Crossed. And if you haven't seen her, like, what are you doing? Because I feel like I knew her before I knew her. Like, we met because I was jogging and I ran into a restaurant and I saw her and recognized her from Twitter. And it's been just like, we've ridden off into the sunset ever since. And she is now an advanced hypnotherapy practitioner. She's certified in hypnosis. Um, But even at 16 years old, she had her own talk show in Florida. She's always been incredibly entrepreneurial. She's a top 20 LinkedIn instructor in the world right now. Her courses have millions of people in them, whether it's personal branding, how to work smarter. Um, She is your girl when it comes to marketing. And I wanted to ask her a lot today about, and she's a mom, by the way, a new mom, which feels important. And I want to ask her today about spiritual hypnosis, because I know I've done an episode about clinical hypnosis, and I know that she uses some of those practices in her work, but there's a whole undertone to what she's doing that is using therapeutic practices that I've learned in my master's in psychology and different ways to help transform her clients. She has a new program that she's launching where she's taking 10 badasses that really want to work on themselves so they can transform their businesses we have so much to talk about. Okay. Hi, Chels. Thanks for coming on. Hi, my love. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so It feels like the century since we've done U-Turn together. I know. And I feel like that's the thing is like, you just change so much when you work on yourself. It's like, you're just constantly discovering new layers of yourself and then everything you offer changes because it's almost like that pair of pants that used to fit doesn't fit the same anymore. You've evolved. You know what? And that's what it feels like. It feels like the person that was on U-Turn probably four years ago at yeah. this point. Yeah. Really has is a transformed person right yeah. now talking to you. So I'm very excited to be here with you and your community. You too. And I feel like we've been trying to do this and it's always like the right timing. So I'm excited to kind of hear first of all, when I met you, you had assets all over the internet. You were making such an impact you were more focused at the time on like millennials and marketing and generational differences. Now you've been more focused on the your inner world and helping other people with their inner world and how they can really elevate their mindset. And it really strikes me because the other day I was having dinner with my friend Drew and he is like, we've been friends 20 years. He is the most um, sought after real estate agent under 50 in Minnesota. He started this like four years ago and he's crushing it. But he had some limited mindsets about why he couldn't get out of his business a little bit. Like he is working his butt off. And I told him, I'm like, why don't you get start building a team under you? And he's like, well, nobody can be me. I'm me. I over deliver to my clients. 
And I just thought this is exactly why mindset coaches are so huge because this is not true. And somebody who doesn't believe that is going to get people under them and they're going to expand their business, expand their impact and give themselves a lot more free time to do what they're meant to do. So without further ado, can you talk to me about like, what is spiritual hypnosis and why aren't we hearing more about it? I'm so happy to talk about it because I do feel like people either know it, have done it all about it, or people are like, what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> so yeah. There's not so much of a middle, a middle ground. And, and just to kind of paint a picture, you know, cause a lot of people like Chelsea you come from this marketing, branding, media background, like why have you gone in this whole different direction? And I was thinking about being on U-turn today. And I was like, you know what? I feel like moving into my certifications for hypnosis and neurolinguistics programming was actually taking a U-turn back to myself. Yeah, for sure. Because it, there's in various stages of our career, in various stages of our business, it's time to evolve. It's time to expand. It's time to up-level yourself, to up-level your business. And I had this moment after I had my son Grayson two years ago now that I just wasn't the same person anymore. And I was craving more and I was craving something bigger than me. And actually, you know, I've always worked off of my intuition. Yeah. I've always worked off of my gut and my gut was just screaming that I needed to add to my toolbox. Yeah. And the toolbox was the mindset piece, right? So for the past six, six years, I've been doing a lot of one-on-one coaching with entrepreneurs. And we talk do all things personal brand development, all things content creation, social media strategy, brand identity development. I mean, we do awesome work together. But do you know what the constant pattern I was seeing with each of these clients was that they were getting in their own way. Yeah. Over and over and over again. It was the constant limiting beliefs or the conditioning or the obstacles that they were putting in place. And it was limiting their ability, limiting their success, right? These limiting beliefs, similar to like your real estate friend. Yeah. So we, we were doing so much mindset coaching, and I knew that bing, this was the most important piece of the puzzle. Because we can create the most gorgeous, stunning brand identity, the most amazing signature service offering, social strategy, content. But if you do not believe in you, if you let your limiting beliefs continue to self-sabotage, right, then you are always going to get in your own way. So I like to say, now I have the privilege of, one, working on the entrepreneur and working on the business. And I do believe, Ash, that there is no such thing as professional growth and professional development without personal development. And I think we're all kind of coming out of this COVID fog, right? It feels like, I feel like there's been a a little bit of a lift and our mindset was rocked the past couple years. So it makes sense that we need a mental refresh in our personal life and in our professional life. Um, And that bleeds into every part of life, right? Relationships, money, success, joy. Um, So spiritual hypnosis is different than clinical hypnosis. I like to refer to clinical hypnosis as goal-based hypnosis. Mm. And I I love clinical hypnosis because a lot of my clients will come to me, Chelsea, I have a goal of eliminating my stress and anxiety. I want to go from confusion to clarity. 
I cannot sleep and it is affecting everything that I do in the day, right? So goal-based hypnosis. I want to work on sleep. I want to work on stress. I want to work on creativity because I'm just in a state of confusion, right? Kind of taking you from a stuck state into a desired state. Mm. Mm. Gotta gotta love clinical hypnosis, right? Goal-based hypnosis. Spiritual hypnosis. And I want to make this known right off the bat. When you say spiritual hypnosis, some people immediately think there's a religious connotation. Mm -hmm. That is not the case for for my spiritual practice, right? It might be for some. It has nothing to do with religion. It has everything to do with just connecting with Mm -hmm. your higher self. Mm. Spiritual hypnosis is this incredible journey that allows you to go within to connect with your higher self, which is also known as your intuition, which is also known as the wise one within. And it's also where all of your answers lie. Mm -hmm. So an important thing to note in all hypnosis is what really is hypnosis, right? And funny enough, all of us are in a state of hypnosis throughout the day, whether we know it or not. Like, have you ever been in the car and you just got to the location and you're like, how did I get here? Right. Yeah. That's it. That's you're in a trance state. Mm. And when you are in a trance state, especially when you're put into hypnosis, your subconscious is really activated. It's alive. It's awake. It is ready to talk to you. You know, in our conscious state right now, we're just only activating 10% of our brain. Mm. 10%, 10%. Now, I don't know about you, but upon growing up, I always wanted to have superpowers. I mm-hmm. just was, I would literally like use my hand and try to close the door. I would like try to levitate things. It's like I would try, I would try to talk to animals. And I was like, come on, I know I could do it. And the other 90% of our brain is our subconscious self. Mm-hmm. Our subconscious holds all of our long-term memory. It's our creative, it is the creative warehouse. It fuels all of our autonomic nervous system, right? Like think of how much magic is going on in our body right now. Our heart is pumping, our blood is flowing, our our nervous system is regulating. That's all thanks to the subconscious. Mm. And the subconscious holds the answers within. Mm. So wouldn't it be great if we were taught growing up, like how to tap more into this magic Mm -hmm. that holds all of this information, holds all of this power, yet we're not taught these things. And we can do this ourselves outside of someone doing hypnosis for you. Totally different topic, right? And so I love also mm-hmm. teaching people self-hypnosis because mm-hmm. I want to give you this tool for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so spiritual hypnosis is truly connecting with your higher self and going on a journey to connect with your intuition. I always like to say, have an intention going into spiritual hypnosis. It could be, what do I need to know for my highest good? Mm-hmm. Am I in the relationship, uh, you know, is the relationship that I'm in the one, Mm -hmm. right? How kind of have that intention Mm -hmm. so that your subconscious helps put you on the journey to discovery and discovering those answers within. And then many of you might have heard the term past life regression. Mm -hmm. Past life regression happens within spiritual hypnosis, which 
is where we actually can journey back to past lives that we have lived. And that is in essence that we are all eternal beings, right? And these past lives that our subconscious takes us to is for a reason. We're supposed to go to that life for a specific message. And those past lives can be really healing, really revealing as to why in your current life you have a fear of commitment or you have a fear of heights or you have a fear of falling right off a cliff, right? So why you feel like you can't break through in, um, in relationships and professional growth in a lot of things in phobias, limiting beliefs and obstacles we could carry into our current life from past lives. Mm. So go past life regression, we can clear these things. Mm. It is incredible to see and experience the, the healing journeys that I've gone through with clients. And the, to me, the exciting thing about spiritual hypnosis is you don't necessarily know what your journey is going to entail, but the journey you go on is always the journey you need in that moment. When the world feels crazy and chaotic, remember that you don't have to. You deserve to take control of your mental health and your physical health. Cured Nutrition is trying to make it easier for you to do exactly that. Formulated with their trinity of ingredients, a blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids, functional mushrooms, and adaptogens, Serenity Gummies are your answer to finding the calm in every storm. I've been so excited about Cured. They want you to feel good about feeling good. So they took their time in really formulating these Serenity gummies. They left out the artificial flavors, sugars, and dyes, and they replaced them with ingredients that actually live up to their clean label wellnessy word. When I'm relaxed, I perform better and I make better decisions in my work and overall my life. I just started taking these Serenity gummies and I find that in moments that I would normally stress out, I feel somehow calm and collected. Each gummy is packed with ashwagandha, a medicinal herb for fatigue, L-theanine, which supports stress relief, reishi, an adaptogenic stress buster, and so much more. Right now, Cured is extending an exclusive offer to the U-Turn community. You can grab a bag of Serenity gummies for 20% off by visiting curednutrition.com slash U-Turn. That's C-U-R-E-D nutrition, N-U-T-R-I-T-I-O-N.com slash Y-O-U-T-U-R-N and use the coupon code U-Turn at checkout to save that 20%. Protect your peace, grab a gummy. I love that so much. Okay. So I think a lot of people, like maybe they don't believe in past lives or even if they do, um, if they could feel like they're making something up, like, and I also think a lot of people, when they see hypnosis, they they're like in Las Vegas and they see somebody on stage, like quacking or like even having an orgasm or God knows what the hypnotist is doing. Um, what is your thought on that? Like, can hypnosis really get you into a state where you don't even know what you're doing? Okay. So I love debunking these myths because this is, this could be the obstacle that you, for, of why you don't explore hypnosis, right? So happy to clarify these things. First of all, when you think about the Las Vegas hypnotist, you know, making someone fuck like a chicken, right? That's yeah. called stage hypnosis. 
And stage hypnosis is a very, you know, um, specific form of hypnosis. That is nothing that I do. I do clinical hypnosis and spiritual hypnosis. And a lot of stage hypnosis is kind of that like Hollywood, like you just kind of get sucked into the camaraderie of what's going on. And some people just, you know, want to be a part of the show. So I don't really believe in stage hypnosis. It's way more entertainment than healing, right? Yeah. Is hypnosis mind control? Huge question, right? Well, Chelsea, will you make me do things that I don't want to do? Will I be in control of what I say or what I do? Absolutely. You are completely in control of your entire journey. You will absolutely know what's happening in real, in real time and also after you come out of hypnosis, which is very important. It's called post-talk. Like we have to debrief on the journey that you just had. And a lot of additional aha moments are revealed within that debrief, right? I like to say that that's where we kind of connect dots in that debrief. You are always in control. If you don't like the experience you're currently having, you can communicate. I'd like to move forward now. Um, you will not feel anything that your subconscious knows that you are not ready to feel or experience. Your subconscious is awake, alert, and in control of your journey. And with especially the spiritual hypnosis that I do, I am constantly guiding you to move to the next significant event for your highest good. Mm. So you will not hear anything, experience anything that is not for your highest good when doing hypnosis with me. I love that so much. Okay. So another thing that I want to ask, and you, you kind of touched on it, you were saying that, you know, people, if you put them in this altered state, which they willingly have to enter with you. Yes. Um, and I want to ask you what's happening to somebody's brain when they're in that state. Cause I find that really interesting. Isn't it theta waves? Am I making that up? Well, you could be in various stages, right? So okay. we're theta right now. You can go into theta. That's usually the more um, primary state for hypnosis that the average, right? Everyday person can enter into, into uh, easily. And then there's, um, you know, then there's theta, then there's alpha, um, and, so you can kind of go in between states mm -hmm. throughout your session, um, but we want to get you at least into theta um, in, in trance state. And what and if for anyone who meditates, if you ever got into that moment of meditation where all of a sudden the world kind of melted away, and you were able to hear and feel the space between your breath. And maybe any of the thoughts that were coming in and observe what you were thinking, but then go, okay, I'm quieting now. That's a state, a trance state. Mm. So many people have experienced trance states outside of hypnosis um, that they can, you know, uh, that they could assimilate. Oh, that's kind of what it, it feels like. Mm. And for the people that come into hypnosis, Ashley, and go, I don't think that I could be hypnotized you're not going to be hypnotized. Mm. It's all part of our belief system. It all comes back to our belief system. If you believe that you are going to be able to get into a trans state, you're going to get into a trans state. Mm. If, you, if you resist anything about, I don't know about this. I don't know if I'm comfortable. I have a bit of fear. Then it's going to be harder for you to get into a trans state, right? Yeah. And that's something I really take pride on, Ashley, is Building rapport and building trust with my clients is my main priority mm -hmm. because the more rapport and trust that we have, 
the easier it is to get, it's going to be to get you into a trance state and the more profound your journey is going to be because that trust has been established. I, so, I, oh, sorry. Like I also want to just tell everybody, cause I know that, you know, there's so many learners like me. Um, I know there's different types of waves. So there's the gamma waves. That's the fastest brain wave, learning memory, processing new information. There's beta, which is pretty much the one that we're hanging out in most of the time, right? Problem solving, concentrating alpha, when we're awake, but we're kind of resting, you know, so maybe it's responding to anything visual. I'm guessing that's like maybe watching TV and then theta. I love because, um, we had Carolyn leaf, um, the Dr. Carolyn leaf on the show a long time ago, and she referenced theta as the healing wave. Um, and I love that. And I love that you're talking about inducing that for someone. And it's funny because it sounds so spiritual, but it's really science. Like, and And so this is kind of when you're like in that light sleep stage, lucid dreaming, think about lucid dreams. Like they kind of feel real. You kind of know they're you're in them. Maybe you haven't or have. Um, And I love that there's many different ways to get to theta, right? Like we can be meditating. We can be put into a hypnosis with you. I think what's powerful with you versus meditating is you're facilitating the person, taking them new places. And then of course there's the Delta wave, um, which is during the sleep stages, slow wave sleep. Um, so yeah, like, I I guess what I'm, I'm curious about is, you know, I know that people can go into theta to manage stress. Um, and and I'm curious, like, what are some of the ways you get started in helping someone get into that altered theta wave sort of state? Yeah. And you will fluctuate between theta and alpha throughout your hypnosis journey. Um, because there are moments where I'm asking you questions. So you have to, you know, be able to answer those questions. Um, and they're not questions where I'm activating your conscious state, right? Because that's where our logic and practice, practical thinking, it comes in. This is, this is just your intuition, right? That your subconscious self is coming through. So you, there is fluctuation between theta and alpha, and that's a great example of the lucid dream, right? So if you've ever experienced where you are sleeping, your eyes are closed, you're in full rest position, but all of a sudden you're aware that you're riding your bike in your dream and you're riding it off into this beautiful sunset or rainbow and you're like, oh, this is great. I want to keep going. Mm-hmm. And then you start to kind of dictate that dream. That's lucid dreaming. And that's a perfect example of what you can expect from a hypnosis session, especially spiritual hypnosis, because it's very visual mm-hmm. uh, and very interactive, right? Um, so the question is, how do you put someone into that state? Well, first and foremost, what I like to do with my clients is I like to clear chakras, mm-hmm. right? Our chakra system holds so much energy and a lot of blockage comes from blocked chakras, right? Whether it's your heart chakra, your crown chakra, your your solar plexus, we hold a lot of stored or blocked energy in our chakras. So I like to do a little chakra cleansing session virtually or in person. Yes, it works both ways. Mm-hmm. And just kind of open our energy system, open our energy field to allowing ourselves to get into that trans state. And Ash, I know you're such a, you know, you, you've been really great with your meditation. You know, the difference when you're kind of frantic, rushing, yeah. feeling stressed, trying to get into meditation versus feeling more balanced and grounded, yeah. getting into it, right? Yeah. Makes such a difference. So I like to clear energy first. 
Then we go get comfortable again to recline seated position. And again, this happens both virtually and in person. If you're not in Florida, we could still work together. Uh And then I like to do a little bit of breath work so that we start to regulate our nervous system, right? Regulate our central nervous system. And you start to connect with the body, which is essential. And then I take you on this incredible narrated journey where it's called a deepener, you know, that's the term, where I help you go from a conscious state to move you into that, you know, that alpha or theta state. And I can tell when you're there due to your body accessing cues. So I watch your eyes, your eyes will kind of start to, you know, flutter a little bit. Mm. Your breathing will start to really get slower and your shoulders will relax, right? Because a lot of people are up here, right? Mm -hmm. Your shoulders will start to come down and it looks like essentially you're melting into the seat. So those are all cues for the guide, for the practitioner of like, all right, they're in a good state. And I also ask you to indicate with a finger so that, you know, where I'm, I'm, I'm checking in with you of where you are so that I could either put you into another deepener to help you get into a deeper state, or we move forward because you've, you've gotten there. And that's not for you to worry about as the client. That's for me to worry about as your guide, right? Mm-hmm. And spiritual hypnosis is this journey with yourself. So the more open you are into, I'm just excited for this journey versus I want to understand and figure out and deconstruct, right? This journey, the the easier it is for you to get into that trance state, right? You have to let that practical, logical, problem thinking, problem solving self melt away. Mm. And for the people that go, you know, is this really real? Well, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. Because if, Ashley, you think that you are on an island having a conversation with a deceased loved one, Mm -hmm. right? And your grandfather's coming through and you're having this dialogue with your grandfather Mm -hmm. upon coming out of your your session, Mm -hmm. does it really matter if it's true or not? You just had that experience, right? Yeah. So part of the subconscious, you know, where we hold all of our imagination and creativity comes from the subconscious. Like think about if you had imaginary friends when you were little, right? That's because as we are, when we're kids, we don't have all of these limiting beliefs or preconditioning from culture or religion or society or media, right? We are pure vessels, that have only imagination and creativity running wild. Our subconscious is so fired and activated when we're little that we're able to go into all this imaginary play, right? It's, it's the, as we get older, we start to have more projections on ourselves of what you can do, what you can't do, what you should do, what, right? And that's where, where adults get stuck, right? So it's surrendering yeah. to Believing in what your journey is, is the journey you're meant to have. And what happens within that journey is sacred to mm-hmm. you, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it's amazing the people who come in for the first time, right? They've never had hypnosis and they, you know, it's okay to be a little like, ooh, what's going to happen? And 
the experiences that I've guided people through are profound. They're enlightening. They're validating. They are clarifying. People come out of them refreshed, re-energized, sparked with creativity, healing, childhood trauma we've, we've, I, I've worked through. Um, I, I led an incredible gentleman into a wonderful spiritual hypnosis session where I had a grown man hysterically crying in front of me, hysterically crying because his mother came through who was deceased. His mother came through and he's having this beautiful dialogue with his mother. And he starts saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I should have done more. I should have been there. And I'm trying, I'm trying to pick up on what's happening without, you know, disrupting his, his, his experience. And I should have done more. You were so young, but you look so happy. You look so beautiful. And it ended up coming out that his mother had committed suicide mm-hmm. when he was only 30 years old. He was in his sixties, you know, when I was doing the session with him and he never had a closure moment mm-hmm. with his, his mom, her, his mom took his life before there was any closure, any conversation. So he'd been carrying that grief for 30 years. Wow. I, didn't have, I didn't get to say goodbye to my mom. I should have done more, right? The, all the shoulding that we do yeah. on ourselves. I should have done more. I should have known. I should have been there. And his mom and him had this closure, healing experience where she validated that he couldn't have done anything, that she's happy, that she's been with him this whole time, that she she's with his children. She was at his wedding. And he came out of that session saying, Chelsea, I would have died carrying that grief if I didn't have that experience. Today. Mm. And when he left, you can imagine, I bawled. Yeah. I lost it. Because that was where I realized that this was so much bigger than just this meditative, relaxing experience. This was an opportunity for profound physical healing, emotional healing, and enlightenment mm-hmm. that you will take with you in your personal self and professional self. What's going on, U-Turner? This episode, I wanted to take a moment to just acknowledge one of my absolute favorite brands in the world making the biggest impact on my day-to-day beauty and its herbal face food. It's the only skincare product that I've become so obsessed with. I use it every day. I didn't even reach out and ask them to sponsor the podcast. I wanted to just stop by and highlight one of my favorite things. I am the first person to admit that I obsess over skincare. If I could make my skin look like I'm seven years old, I probably would. And I want to share with you the one thing that I've been using that has changed my skin, and it's the Cure product from Herbal Face Foods. So if you have acne or hormonal acne or even a melasma, any discoloration on your face, it literally cured my hormonal acne in less than two weeks. It left my skin feeling so soft, so smooth. And since I'm really particular about what I put in my body, I also care about what goes on to my body. So Herbal Face Foods product is made from 57 natural botanicals and their products are antiviral and yes 
They are so natural that you can literally eat them, though I probably don't recommend trying to. I loved it so much that I wanted to reach out to them and get a discount code for you so that you can experience them. So just head on over to ashleystall.com slash skin. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-T-A-H-L dot com slash skin and use the code Ashley20 at checkout to get a discount on your order. I love their serum and I love their cure product. I use it every morning, every night, and it's just been such a game changer, making me look younger, my face look brighter. I hear from so many of you. I wanted instead of posting an ad right here to just share and shout out one of my favorite brands and give you this promo code of Ashley20 over at Herbal Face Foods. Thanks again for tuning in and back to the episode. You know, it's interesting. I actually read a study before we hopped on and they did a split test for people who have post-traumatic PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. I feel like I can't talk today. Um, And they did a split test. Um, Some of them were given spiritual hypnosis and some of them were given fluoxetine, which is the anti-anxiety medication that I happen to be on. And I've done an episode about that. So those of you who are thinking about medication, find the episode on the U-Turn podcast. We'll put it in the notes. Um, and by the way, fluoxetine has been a game changer for me. Like, remember when I was hyperventilating, Chels? Like, mentally, I felt really fine, but my body was having a breathing dysregulation from yes. a lot of life changes and anxiety that my body was storing without my m- mentality really understanding it. Um, so fluoxetine helped me a ton. I stopped hyperventilating after about four weeks of it. I actually think I was visiting you and staying with you when it kicked in. Lucky you, Chels, that it kicked in when I got to you. <laughs> um, but they found in this study that the spiritual hypnosis, um, by a long shot, held people even more than the fluoxetine. And it was a, a blind experiment. So people didn't know what they were getting or how they were doing. Um, and so it was just really interesting for me to read through that. And I know over the last 10 years, the clinical method of spiritual hypnosis assisted therapy, um, it's been developed, developed a lot in Bali, which aren't you going to Bali this year? I'd love to. Let's put that out there. Let's yeah. make that. Yeah. I feel like I you got it. Um, and, and, you know, just, I think there's a lot of research as well around childhood trauma and how early stage trauma changes your neurology in the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. Um, and so there's many different methods to confront that trauma, but it changes how you behave because you're literally operating out of a different brain. I mean, I think about the Amen clinic and Daniel Amen and how he takes a, which we want to get him on the podcast, how he does a brain scan and how he knows, have you had a concussion? Where have you hurt your brain? It's like it, it shows up on a scan. So I think people think this is like this like spiritual thing when really it's changing your neurology. And in the same way that psilocybin, if you take magic mushrooms, opens up different channels of your brain that you haven't tuned into, given that we're only using about 10, 15% at best, 5% of our brains, we open our capacity. So going into these altered states gives your brain the opportunity to renew and open its capacity, which is so interesting. Um, Tell me, is there anything I haven't asked you about spiritual hypnosis before we go? Well, just piggybacking off of all of what you just said, we feel, you know, you know, the term, an old dog can't learn new tricks. Yeah. 
So if you believe that about yourself, then you're constant, you're telling your subconscious that you can't evolve. Okay. So your thoughts, you just take a moment of silence right now, count to 10, right? That's what I mean by your thoughts. Now take a moment, count to 10 in your head and observe yourself counting. The observer observing that you're counting to 10 is your higher self. Mm-hmm. That's your highest self. The person that is observing the person, the, the observer observing the thoughts. So if you ever had a moment where you were starting to like get really riled up, right? Or you're about to like lose it on a friend or, or, or a spouse or a boyfriend, right? And you catch yourself of like, oh, I'm about to lose it. That's <laughs> your observer, okay? Yeah. That's your wise one. Okay. That is your highest self. So that is the, that is what we activate most in, in hypnosis, whether it's clinical or spiritual, right? That's the one that has all of the yes or no answers within. That's your intuition. Now we have the ability without, you know, psychedelics, without crazy brain studies to reprogram rewire our subconscious. Mm. So instead of saying, I can't lose 10 pounds, I'll never generate six figures. We are telling our subconscious that we can't generate six figures, that we can't lose 10 pounds. You are telling yourself that you can't. Your subconscious is literal. Mm. Whatever you tell it, it does not understand sarcasm. It does not read between the lines. Whatever you are telling yourself, that is what your subconscious is believing. Then your subconscious puts you on a track to ultimately either succeed or get to a place of what you're telling yourself. I can't lose 10 pounds. Your subconscious is going to put you on a track that you won't lose 10 pounds. I can't make six figures. Your subconscious is going to put you on a track to not generate six figures. That's why we kind of are like poo-pooing this manifest abundance, right? Because it's kind of like oversaturated at this point. But there is such a clinical science-backed research that telling yourself these positive affirmations is going to rewire your subconscious. I will lose 10 pounds. I will make six figures. I will find love. Mm -hmm. I will launch this new group program, right? Whatever that might be for you. I will land that job. Start reprogramming your subconscious right now with observing what you're telling yourself. It almost sounds like it's creating that moment that we get to when we're like sitting in a conference or we're in a conversation and we realize we can do something or we can have something. It's like a really good conversation with a friend where you're like, wait a minute, this isn't going to be that hard. I can have this. And it seems like this altered state that this hypnosis can put someone in can bring that to the table. I really like to say that taking a journey through hypnosis and it might not be one session, right? Like you don't go to the gym one time and lose 10 pounds. You don't go to therapy one time and feel better, right? So again, everything is a little bit of consistency and patience. Some people have profound and I've, I've experienced it one time, right? I like to say, when doing hypnosis and also like showing up for the work, right? Cause you know, when you want something, you know, when you're kind of like half assing something, right? When you're really intentionally showing up for yourself in that hypnosis session, 
you can get to a mindset and a, and a mental state that you never knew was possible. Mm. And it it can help crack you open mm. to a more profound, fulfilled, enlightened, creative, energized state of being that you might not have been able to do if you didn't have that tool, right? The, the tool of hypnosis. Yeah. So, and, and I always like to say for the people that like to go, no, that's not possible. No, I can't. Because we all know those people, right? Yeah. The people with very limited beliefs and what they think is, right? Mm-hmm. Well, would you rather be the person that goes around believing you can't? Or would you rather be the person that believes that you can Right. So it's like for the person that just wants to stay in the fixed negative mindset, it's like, well, how is that serving you? Mm-hmm. Do you feel completely fulfilled? Is that an inspiring state to live in? Yeah. People or, are like com- committed to their limits. Like it's like really they'll fight for them. Like, and that's fail. fear. And yeah. that is fear. Right. And what you resist persists. Right. Everything you're resisting in life, you are just constantly keeping in motion, right? You are just constantly clinging to that resistance versus coming to acceptance and also, and working through whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So we do have a lot of, you know, a lot of our grief, a lot of our anger, a lot of our lack of motivation, a lot of our overwhelm has a stem of fear, right? Because we are, we're constantly told to fear things, fear failure, fear going to school, fear, taking risks, fear, but right. Fear, 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 everything's scary. Okay. Well, fear is just a state of mind. That's, that's not tangible. It's, it's fake. It's self-generated, right? So we could choose to allow that fear control us, keep us small, keep us in a fixed mindset, or we could choose ourselves mm-hmm. and say, I choose me. I choose growth. I choose something bigger than what my current status is. And try, explore, take a journey. Where's it, it can't harm you. It can only help you. I right. So one of my favorite things is actually working with like the naysayer who just has a moment where they're like, all right, Chelsea, let's do. And then they're like, they come out and this is this is what happens. They come out of Hinos and I go, what just happened? And that tends to be what the the verbatim of what just happened. And I'm like, yes, you know, (laughs) because it rocked their world, because it totally shook them out of their fixed, limited, fear based mindset. And they said, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I just had a lot of ahas and then we move into post-talk and we process those messages and I get so many text messages 24 hours later, 48 hours later where things are further planting. So people a lot, a lot have dreams after hypnosis because that's when your subconscious is also activated and it just further reinforcing some of that messaging, either creating additional aha moments, right? Like a deeper aha. Um, but I always like to say like this, if you could think of your mind as a garden, the thoughts are the seeds, right? Plant those positive thoughts into your, into your subconscious, into your mind, plant the positive seeds. We can plant negative seeds. I can't, I suck. I'm not worthy of love. I'm fat. I will never be a success. Okay. Well, you're just planting all of these seeds that are just 
going to rot. That is literally the cornerstone of meditation and um, Tibetan meditation with Buddha is this idea with karma. Um, a lot of people think in our culture that when you talk about karma, it's like what comes around goes around. Karma's a bitch. If you are, you know, like all these memes yeah. that are kind of brutal, but the truth of karma as a concept in the meditative world and study is that it's about you're planting seeds for your future that you want to grow. Um, so you want to plant good seeds. Yes. Um, so the idea is you kind of ask yourself, and I loved doing this in my meditation training, what seeds am I planting right now? And your thoughts are seeds and they're going to keep growing. So yep. just asking yourself, like, what am I saying to myself? What am I saying to other people? What am I believing? These are all seeds that you can plant differently. I remember in um, New York, when I was living there in, in the city, I had a really big breakthrough in my thinking because Jupiter, my dog, which, you know, you know, he's insane, but I love him and he's just all over the place. And I remember sometimes feeling kind of victimized because if somebody was walking down the street with like three dogs, I knew it was going to be a shit show on the sidewalk. And I would always, or like even one little tiny dog. And, and there's a part of me that wanted to be a victim and be like, they should move. They have this tiny dog. I have this hundred pound thing. But the truth was I had to take responsibility for, no, it's my responsibility that I have an, a crazy dog mm -hmm. and it's my responsibility that he's all over the place. Um, and so with that, I was planting better seeds as far as how I was thinking about other people, instead of looking at people and thinking like, oh, I'm against them. They're making this difficult for me. I was thinking they're just doing their day and I'm just doing mine. And it would make me have more, I don't know the word in English. I'm thinking in French, a um, easy, easy going relationships with um, people around me. And I was planting these seeds of relating to people in the street. And, and it's the same thing. It's kind of like, you know, people have road rage. I feel like in New York, I kind of had like a little slice of like walking rage, you know, it's like, oh, oh yeah, cut me off on the sidewalk and go half my pace. That was like a thought that I would have sometimes. And yep. I used to plant different seeds when it came to how I was thinking about people around me. And that was something I was really intentional about in my meditation training. So it's also just about how you see people, how you see the world. Um, don't know if that was helpful for anybody, but Okay. You have, can we give our people some sort of discount to, if they do hypnosis with you, where do they find you? All of that. Absolutely. And you know what? I just want to reinforce that just as much as it is about planting those positive seeds, it's also about watering the seeds, right? Yeah. You don't plant them one time and then boom, you're supposed to be a totally different person thinking totally different, right? This is a practice and it's, so you have to practice planting the seed and watering the seed, watering the seeds with reaffirmations, right? Consistency. And I'll just give you a, a very tangible example. After, after I had Grayson, I had really excruciating back pain mm -hmm. and I was constantly saying how bad my back hurts. I have such a bad back. My back will never be the same. I feel like I'm 80 years old. I can't believe how much pain I'm in. So I was just constantly telling myself, that I had such bad back pain, constant, constant, constant. Then when I had this aha of I was planting these negative seeds, I was so aware of planting positive seeds. I am in perfect health. I feel strong. My back feels great. And I flipped the script. Mm. Do you know within seven days, I realized that I hadn't taken Advil all week long. And I was taking Advil multiple times a day, every day. 
And so that's the power of planting the seeds and watering the seeds. And you can do that with anything, money, relationships, love, weight loss, sleep, sleep. How many people tell themselves, I'm not a good sleeper. I'm never falling asleep. I always used to be that person. Now I hit my head hits the pillow. And what I do is I'm going to have a great sleep tonight. Mm. I will dream something profound. Mm. I will remember my dreams, right? Because dreams are messages. Your subconscious is telling you something within your dreams. We just have oh, to Oh be- my God. I had such a messed up dream last night. I had a dream that I told my brother I was suicidal, but I've never had suicidal thoughts. And that was a conversation I had in my dream. So what does that mean, Chels? Oh, we would have to like really decode that one because yeah. there's like a lot of symbolism for things. We would have to do a little bit of a deeper dive on that one. That's, mm-hmm. that's pretty, that's all right. Maybe we'll have a post chat about that. Um, but now I, t- and then I do a sleep guided meditation with myself. I walk myself down a flight of stairs and right. And if anybody wants my sleep recording, I'm happy to send it to them as well. Mm. Um, it's, re- it's like revolutionary for me. And you'd ask any, you ask my husband, we've been sleeping in the same bed together for 15 years. He would say I was a tosser and a turner and took me so long to fall asleep. Now I don't even get to the bottom of the stairs. I'm asleep. Mm. So, um, Yes. Okay. So it's about planting the seeds, watering the seeds daily. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They even say science proved if you can have three moments of positive affirmations a day, right? Maybe after, while you're sipping your coffee, maybe while you're on your lunch break, maybe while you're in the shower and you repeat those affirmations three times a day, that is going to really plant those seeds and ground those root, those seeds so that the flowers could blossom. Mm, okay, everyone. So be sure to find Chelsea on Instagram. It's at Chelsea Cross, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-K-R-O-S-T. Message her. And if you do work with her, let her know you found her through the podcast so she can give yes. you like some sort of fun discount, like a 10% situation. Add me, um, DM me, say, you know, heard you on Ashley U-Turn at, you know, and I will happily give you 10% off if you, uh, for a hypnosis session. It would be my pleasure. Thank you again for coming on, Chelsea. I love you. I love you. And I also just want to let everyone know that I'll be soon launching a group program. It's really this, I think it's my favorite thing that I've created, Ash. You know, I've been doing this a long time because we usually focus on mindset only or business, right? And this is a hybrid. This is an accelerator for the female entrepreneur who knows that they have some limiting beliefs. They have some obstacles or some self-sabotage. They want to be more of a magnet for opportunity, success, fulfillment, money. We're going to work on all things mindset set, do a lot of hypnosis together, and then we're going to move into branding and marketing. So it's going to be about a five-month process, and we're going to really fuel you as the entrepreneur so that you can then fuel your business without limits. Yes. If you're interested in the group program, also mention that because I could send you more information. If you're interested in hypnosis session, mention that. Tag me, DM me at Chelsea Crossed. I'm excited to connect with you. Yay! Thank you so much for tuning into the U-Turn podcast. And thank you again so much for our sponsors. We are here because of you and to our listeners. Thank you for checking out our sponsors. We always pick people and brands that we trust and we believe in. And just for listening to the show, writing your reviews on the Apple app, and just being willing to make your own 
U-turns. We'll see you next week. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's going to push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the Podcast Princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.